of you who don't know me, my father was the late, great John Candy, who is no stranger here to Second City. Woo! Now, today, I've got a very, very special guest, a Second City alumni, and everyone here should know his name, from a little show called Cheers, George Wentz. Them, but uh, I, then I thought, oh, oh no. I should have thought of something. Yeah, but almonds have protein. But I feasted on Joe Flaherty's Clark bars. Oh, the Clark bars are delicious. <laughs> Those were hard to find, and I felt bad they might have been a little stale because they came from Amazon. I enjoyed it, but they were good. So, do you have the rest of that sketch? Because do I have the rest? My have... very favorite bit was uh, Farley Bears versus Pulse. <laughs> Bears. Versus Paul, and he's like, just you know, ready to just explode like a spinal tap. And he, I think the answer was just classic. Some such a conflagration could, you know. Just, uh, I do have, I do have the clip. I will send it to you. I did, you. I did just randomly. I found it on YouTube, which cool. there wasn't that many. So yeah. that, you know, it was there. You'd think I could figure that out myself. <laughs> I tried. They make it pretty difficult because yeah. they either spell it wrong or spell it differently right. or it's just, it's computer, it's technology. And wasn't Smigel on board there? Uh, yes, yeah. and okay. Smigel was there on there too. Okay. Yeah, so it was fabulous. So welcome, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. I know, uh, let's get right into it and find out. Uh-oh. I know, right? <laughs> I want to get dig deep in childhood. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know how you find your way to uh, Second City. Uh, you know, uh, uh, my sister brought me there, I think, when I was in college, and uh, I really, really, really enjoyed it, and uh, never thought of uh, any kind of uh, career, you know, in entertainment or anything like that, just uh, really remembered enjoying that, and uh, so I went back again, and it was, it had all changed, everything, yeah. it was... Um, when the first time I went, it was amazing, but it was all these older guys in suits and stuff. And uh, so it was like J.J. Barry and Martin Harvey Friedberg and Murphy Dunn and Peter Boyle and uh, good group. Um, yeah, they almost did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then when I came back, it was like, there's all these goofball hippies. John, <laughs> John Belushi, Joe Flaherty, Harold Ramis, you yeah. know, Jim Fisher. It was so amazing. Uh, you know, uh, so uh, I was like, wow, this, you know, this would really be amazing. And uh, then, of course, after college, I, I decided, oh, fuck, I gotta do something with my, <laughs> with my life. And, uh, and I have no idea what. And uh, so... Uh, and my parents were like, what are you going to do, do, do with your life, life, life? You bought a college education, yeah, yeah, do something. Yeah. And uh, so a friend of mine said, well, I know what you do. If you don't know what you want to do, I know what you do. What? What? Uh, you go to Europe. <laughs> so I went to Europe for a couple of years and lived on the side of the road, uh, you know, surviving on lemons and hashish. And <laughs> Did you have work while you were doing that? Or no, just, God, no. We were you just, just enjoyed 
We just, we kept to the south, hence the lemons and hashish. Right. Um, <laughs> who were you with when you did this? Oh, I went by myself. You did go by yourself. I know. I know, but I fell in with people immediately. And, um, you know, I ran into these guys in Rome, guys I went to Notre Dame with. And uh, I said, uh, what are you doing? I said, I have no idea. And they said, oh, uh, we're, we've got a van. I'm like, cool. And they go, uh, I said, what do you guys do? And they, they said, well... We're going to Morocco the slow way. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, they're looking for riders. So I signed up and uh, off, off we went. We, we picked up some sailor in, uh, in American Express in Rome who responded to an ad for guys going to Morocco the slow way. They had just gotten out of, just gotten out of Vietnam. And, uh, and so the four of us, off we go, and we picked up some French guy in Marseille. But the point is, the slow way is this. You go, you go, like you drive like five miles. You, you find a place to, uh, or you might want to get a drink. You get hammered. You, you then drive a little bitty way out of town, find a, a clump of woods by the side of the road, and you camped out. And in the morning, you know, you wake up, and uh, you find a town and uh, get a little cup of coffee. Next thing you know, you find a week-old International Herald Tribune, and you're reading, like, line scores from in a month ago, and, and baseball. And, uh, and uh, then the next thing you know, there's... Uh, you know, we start playing foosball or something. And, of course, these, uh, you know, French or Italian or whatever kids, wherever we were, would just size us up immediately and go, oh, we got this. And uh, they would just kick our ass in foosball. And uh, <laughs> then, then they would uh, run and, uh, you're from Chicago, ah, Al Capone, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, and they, wait, go get Uncle Mario. So they'd run down the street to, in the village and, and Uncle Mario, he just—I waited tables at you know uh, in Greek Town for whatever, and um, so we'd be the toast of the town, and then we the coffee would turn to drinks, and uh, <laughs> then we'd find a, a little place in the woods, and uh, you know we'd we'd have gone about. I mean Hannibal with the fucking elephants made <laughs> better time. They made better time in that ride. Than us. You did that for two years. Uh, yeah, yeah, about two years. Oh my gosh! I mean, I had to check in at home and, uh, you know, save up, save up five hundred bucks. You know, working, uh, whatever, for my dad and sleeping at my parents' house. Thank God for them. Oh, and my oh, are so that. back to second. Yeah, well, I was gonna say that was exciting. <laughs> two years doing that. Yeah, after two years doing that, I go, I gotta figure something out, and I really don't want a job that I'm gonna hate. <sighs> Fireman, no. Cop, no. Teacher, no. Doctor, out of the question. Scientist, sales. You know, I just went down the list, and uh, finally, I thought, you know, if I could work at Second City and do what that those guys were doing, I bet I wouldn't hate that. <laughs> and I was pretty sure they got paid. <laughs> and so I uh, finally I go uh, home in September of '73, and uh, and I call the box office always, you know, <laughs> and um, and uh, asked about the workshops. They said, uh, "Yeah, what's your address?" And they sent me a flyer in the mail, uh, eighty-five bucks for thirteen weeks. Oh wow! Um, Gosh. 
Bargain back then. And it was Josephine Forsberg's workshop. And uh, I would say, hmm, God, there's so many students now. At that time, that was it. There was like 14 of us. And uh, I would say about seven of them were there at the very strong recommendation of their therapists. (laughs) (laughs) You should take an improv class. Work out some of these issues. issues And Josephine handled uh, me with kid gloves. Pretty much everybody. All the newcomers, you know, with kid gloves. And so uh, uh, that was, uh, thank God, because... you know, if I would have gotten some negative uh, feedback, I would have turned tail and run. Um, and I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my parents, my you siblings. Just went and took classes. None right of my away. friends. I just disappeared every Tuesday. You know, from like five till eight. Oh my gosh! And nobody knew, and because I didn't want to be. Oh, what happened? I thought you were doing Second City. Ah, huh? what happened there? <laughs> successful, I'll tell people. If not, then yeah, well, continue. But I so found out you... when my picture was in the window. My sister uh, <laughs> saw my picture in the window for the kids show. <gasps> Is that and how they found out? That's how they found out. Yeah. And what kids show was it that you did? I... Do you remember? Oh, oh comedia, comedia. Get it? Comedia, <laughs> comedia. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I played. Uh, I played. <laughs> Played Danny the Dolphin. <laughs> and uh, I remember when Josephine said, you know, like I was so flattered because I was living at the improv sets, you know, yeah. uh, seeing everybody, your dad too. And uh, uh, I'm like, who the fuck's that fat guy? So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello. Yeah, like, I can do this. Look. Danny Breen. Yep. Yeah. I love, oh gosh. Jimmy Pearsall and. Uh, Harry Carey doing the uh, ABC Evening News. <laughs> yeah. um, what was I on about? I, I was going to say, so you did the kids show, and then how did oh, you yeah. find your well, way? Did the you get show, a job there? She tells me, she, you know, I think you might be ready for the kids show. I was like, awesome. <laughs> and uh, she says, why don't you show up around uh, uh, Sunday morning? Uh, show up around 1130. I'm like, okay, cool. <clears throat> Show's at 230, right? Yeah, yeah, but just come at 11.30. Huh? Okay, okay. And uh, so I'm ringing the door. She finally lets me in, hands me a, a broom and dustpan. And I'm like, she says, welcome to the theater, kid. And uh, my job was to, um, the night porter, Tony, the broom, he didn't show up until like, you know, the evening, early evening to so. clean up for the show. So I had to, Clean up cocktail glasses and, and sweep up ashtrays and uh, cigarette butts everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's when they smoked inside. Oh, yeah. Chimneys. You see pictures of the stage. It's hilarious. All the cigarette butt uh, stains all over the stage. So yeah. you worked, so you cleaned it up. And then, so how long did you do that before you ended up actually getting on stage? Uh, about three months. I had an audition for uh, the touring company. And uh, uh, I... Uh, I Oh, no. Yeah, no, it was, uh, I got beat up the night before. <gasps> oh. I went, yeah. Before I went your to, audition? Yeah, I went to a Sox game and. I'm <laughs> <laughs> upset, that's all you have to say. That's all you have to say right there. With some friends, and we thought we'd outsmart the traffic by uh, parking uh, on the street or on 33rd and Parnell. <laughs> and, uh, we, well, let's go in this bar. 
uh, well, we wait for the traffic, and uh, the locals in the bar just, it was like uh, mean streets, that <laughs> just pool cues and chairs. And so I'm like, okay, five characters through the door, and I've got a big, you know, thing, and a bloody... That lit, you know, just the five characters of the door was what you had to do for your audition is where you, for those yeah. of you that don't know, it's where you come literally through a door and do five different characters, kind of similar to what SNL does. You have to do five characters. Do I they think, do that still? I think they still do that, Yeesh. or at least that's what they used to do. Do you I remember any of your characters that you did with no. a bloody... No. <laughs> <laughs> I was recruiting from a hangover, no. and I, you were just worried about blood then, getting on but, the floor. So I didn't, obviously, didn't get in. But then a few months later, really, this is luck. Fate stepped in. Uh, Joyce booked the touring company in uh, Pickle Bills in Cleveland. And, uh, uh, yeah, and um, the, uh, the company, the local promoter there, convinced the company to stay and be the resident company at Pickle Bills. So she had to fill an entire touring company because we had a lot wow. of gigs coming up. And so uh, that time I got in. So that was very, very lucky. Well, there you go. And then how long were you on stage? You were in the touring company? Uh, a year. A year. And then you moved? Then in the resident company for a year. Then I got fired back down to the touring company. You got fired down there. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. A lot of people got fired, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a typical. Joe got fired. Right? And Joe got Joe fired. Fr- Joe, Joe Flaherty fired, got yeah, fired. Yeah. I think... Almost half of the people I've had on this couch have gotten fired. <laughs> Did yeah. Bernie fire you? Or, or uh, Bernie, Bernie, Bernie didn't fire. Bernie just replaced and sent you off to different, either yeah. Toronto or to Los Angeles. Yeah, they sent me to the touring company. Which, um, but we had a lot of gigs. Uh, Ravinia Park uh, that summer. Um, we were. Um, Joyce had an idea that we could let the uh, people who go for the Chicago Symphony... They could wait around for a train or wait for parking to die down without getting beat up in a bar. <laughs> and uh, watch uh, like a 45-minute set we would do at Ravinia uh, after the Chicago Symphony, or as we like to put it, the Chicago Symphony opened for us. <laughs> of course, of course, as it should be. And that's where I met my wife. So that's all good. Bernadette. Yeah. So how long, and then, so how long have you guys been together now? Well... Oh, I don't have to do math. I don't. Seventy-six is forty years. Uh, well, we've only been married for thirty-eight, but um, we've been together for forty. Oh, there I have a photo. Oh, that's oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you were on Second City, and you were on stage, and then you kind of moved into. Then what? Did, what was your decision to kind of go elsewhere? To well, Bernadette got a job. Um, Bernadette got a pilot, and. Uh, it, it shot in L.A., and so uh, I held down the fort with the kids and, um, you know, continued to work at Second City while she was out there, and she, she turned a lot of heads, uh, and um, yeah. they were saying, you know, you've got to move out, you're, you know, agents and managers. Oh, they always do that. Whatnot. Um, so they, uh, yeah, and uh, so she came back from this thing and said, I, I think we should go. And I'd been in Second City for six years, and... Um, it was time to go. You and did so, a film out there in Chicago, in Chicago. Your first, one of your first films was what, My Bodyguard. My Bodyguard, yeah, yeah. And uh, we we shot a pilot too. You know, uh, when I moved to uh, L.A., I got an offer for a development deal from uh, my friend from the workshops, Brandon Tartikoff. Oh, okay. 
Wow. Yeah, see, you guys, if you're, any of you are students, this guy wound up running uh, NBC and Paramount. Um, but, uh, and he was my buddy in the workshops. So uh, uh, he offered me a development deal, and my agents at the time were like, nah, fuck that. That's going <laughs> to tie you down to the stupid ass network. And, you know, no, no. So I'm like, okay. Uh, and um, then three weeks later, uh, Bernie Solomon's calls. I have a writing job for you. <laughs> you, Tim, and Mary, Tim Kazerinsky and Mary Gross. You, Tim, and Mary, we're going to write a sitcom. We'll shoot it here. I'll, I'll direct it. It'll be. And uh, so I said, okay, I needed the work. And um, then it dawned on me about halfway through that the fucking th- project that I had passed on as an actor, now I'm writing it. <laughs> <laughs> Catch on quick. Um, I know before I have you moving to California, I actually wanted to show, I have a, one of a clip from Second City of your, your Second City stage days, okay. um, Test Two Babies, okay. which kind of um, dabbles in uh, your your dancing and, yeah. and, and singing abilities. Yeah, that was DePolo all the way. DePolo and Dell. Uh, DePolo thought we should, the first Test Two Baby was announced. And DePolo said, we got to do something. But it's got to be George. And so I was like, okay. Well, let's take a look at it. You ain't got no Yeah, it's a, it was a fun piece. It was, it was a closer. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's better than the closer. I remember uh, one time uh, when Dell uh, Close was in his, uh, you know, one of his darker periods. He um, he came backstage. We were looking for, we were in previews for a new show. Couldn't come up with a closer. I've got our closer. Uh. <laughs> you do the entire second act as walruses. <laughs> we looked around and I see I see Danny Breen like creeping to the backstage phone. He's <laughs> just putting money in the thing. Kaching, kaching. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, uh, um, Bernie? Yes? Um, Del wants us to do the entire second act as walruses. <laughs> I'll be right over. <laughs> So you move. So you moved from Chicago to Los Angeles, yeah. and then started getting into television that way. You kind of yeah. you kind of landed a show that you're well known for. Yeah, 
Mike from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Sabrina, you don't have I any... don't have anything uh, from no that. Clips but from I was going to say, you yeah. landed cheers. Yeah, no, I landed on my feet. There you go, for sure. Right? That's, that's you were no, you, it just, it's You're such an iconic character that I remember watching all the time with my dad. And he, he loved that show, and it was great. Yeah, well, um, thanks. You How know, did you it, prepare for that? That is a lifetime. In, in front of the <laughs> Looking like a guy who wanted a beer. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the, uh, I, I was actually tied up to a different show beforehand. Were you? Yeah, and uh, it was a teacher series called Making the Grade, but it was uh, Gary David Goldberg, um, the Family Ties guy. And uh, he, uh, so, uh, I wasn't available for Cheers, so my agent said, honey, they want you to come on in for this. It's just a small thing, but you like these guys. It's Jim Burroughs and Glenn and Les Charles. And uh, and I said, yeah, I do like those guys. That's cool. And, and so I come in. It's small. It's one. It's one line. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, it's really one word. Well, <laughs> it's one syllable. Beer. beer. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I go in anyway, and uh, the casting director, Steve Kozak, says, uh, you know, uh, it's too small to read. Here, read this other role. There's this character named George, uh, the guy who was Norm. So I read that, and, and that, that worked out. But the best, <laughs> the best, part, the best part is uh, Ratzenberger, goes in sometime in that time frame for the same role right. and uh, he's feeling like it's not going well and he goes uh, he's actually there's thank you thank you and you know he literally I know literally gets overused he had one foot out the door turned, you know, opened the door turned around stepped out popped his head back in and said do you have a bar and know it all and they said, uh, no, what do you mean? And he started winging it as Cliff, that character. Wow. And they wrote it in. Really? Good <laughs> spa, my friends. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Because sometimes you go into auditions and you are always hesitant to go back in and yeah. trust your trust your gut. And it, it worked for him on that one. Yeah. And then about six months ago, this is so weird, I found out that they actually had me in mind for, for Norm. Which is probably why the character was called George. George. Yeah. But it was like, uh, I didn't need, I'm kind of glad I didn't know. Because I was at this uh, symposium, Glenn and Les Charles and Jim Burroughs, at, at uh, UC Santa Barbara. Right. They, they asked me to show up about halfway through to sort of be a surprise uh, guest. So I'm in the wing, uh, just because I love those guys, and, you know, it's always fascinating. And, and somebody asked, now, did you have uh, people in mind when you were writing uh, Cheers? And they go, oh, God, no, we had, oh, we went through months and months. We saw everybody in town for Sam and Blonde, the exhaustive. And then after, you know, like five minutes of that, they, they said, uh, but, yeah, uh, Rhea, we had Rhea in mind. And George, I'm like, <laughs> Wait, really? Now I find out? Now, I know, you go in and you audition with, with one syllable, but yet yeah. your character was in every single episode. Well, I wasn't available for it. You oh, know, what right. happened was the other one got canceled, and so... So then you all of a sudden... I got lucky again. Right? So you came in... So they were shoot. Did they start shooting it without... They started shooting it I shot without, the pilot on a guest 
basis. There you go. And then uh, when when making the grade did not get picked up. Hopped right on over there. Yeah, well, they were both Paramount shows, so it was just. Just have to white out on the contract. And <laughs> <laughs> it would have been it worked out perfectly. But I do. I actually have a clip um, from oh. Cheers. Once uh, to show your uh, singing abilities. Oh boy. Filled with old standards. It's got uh, someone to watch over me. All of me. You made me love you. How does this, how does this song end? Uh, I don't know. I think it just kind of keeps going to one of his drops. This is the silliest, dopiest display we've ever witnessed. And if you want to make a pop, you do it like this. <laughs> Put together a song for the future Mrs. Call Card. Hit it. My wife is throwing a lovely shower here. The least you could do is show a little respect. Ah, oh, phrase. We're just giving a gift of music here. Some gift. She's singing with those stupid voices, an even stupider song. What's that, what is that song even supposed to mean, anyway? Oh, uh, it's, uh, it's about this girl and, uh... Lollipop. <laughs> It was like it the traditional was 99% sitcom. scripted, yeah. What do you prefer, scripted or improv? Oh, scripted. <laughs> <laughs> when it's those guys? Well, yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's... I was spoiled. For... That's why I quit. You know, my wife and all my friends, uh, you know, they improvise. They actually enjoy it. I, like, hate it. Really? <laughs> well, it's not quite... I, I hate the the love-hate relationship? Love-hate relationship. Yeah, I, I enjoy having done it. I hate the apprehension of having to do it, like, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, what the... Skydiving. Oh. <laughs> have you ever skydived? No. <laughs> <laughs> Shit your pants. I've never, I've never skydived. I, I know a lot there of friends. There was a great uh, Cheers uh, bit where, where, where the boys all went skydiving, and um, we uh, all chickened out to a man. We're up in the plane, and we all chickened out. We go, fuck, we can't. We can't tell them we chickened out. So we go, right, we've got to come up with a story. And it's got to be, we've got to be able to stick to it. And Right, it needs to be simple and believable. So Sam goes, we jumped, the parachutes opened, and we landed. It's simple. It's simple. It's believable. Right, right. Everybody, okay, we jumped, all right. So we go into the bar and it's like, yeah, man, I've never felt so alive. <laughs> Carla, Carla <laughs> grabs uh, corners Woody. What happened, Woody? Oh, it was amazing, Woody. What happened? What? What? We jumped, the parachutes open, and we landed. It was all very simple and believable. <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons, yeah. Family Guy, so yeah. two animated. Then mm -hmm. Wings, 
Yeah. Uh, I have the uh, the Tortellis, Fraser, and St. Elsewhere. Wow. Right? <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Wow. There you go. A lot of range, you know. A lot of range. A lot of range. There, that's. It is a lot of range. And Jeanette's card. No. I want to go into talking about you working with my dad. Yeah. So my dad directed. This was his first time he ever directed. It was a made-for-TV movie called Hostage for a Day, yep. which we shot in Toronto. Um, actually, <laughs> and you played the, uh, the the romantic lead. Well, you know, clearly th this is a project written by the late uh, Peter, now then he was PJ Torkvay. Right. Uh, and uh, he clearly wrote it as a feature film for John, and uh, it wasn't happening as a feature so they said how about made for tv and john i think said uh well i'm not gonna be in it if it's made for tv but i'll direct it i didn't know that I, well i'm just that's doing the math in my head john never told me that but i can figure it out so he, he hired me to be but he was excited he loved having you i, oh, I loved being on board it was, was it was such a great it was the the premise of the so show it was so much fun we shot it outside uh, Toronto, kind of in our neighborhood in Newmarket. Some mm -hmm. of it was um, on our farm in our backyard. Mm -hmm. um, all the roads and yeah. I just remember being up there. It was when I was in eighth grade, so I remember going up to Toronto and living there for the duration of the shoot of the movie. And it was, so a blast. Our, it was so much. It was so much fun. So the the premise of the the premise of the show is is that you. Are in a re horrible relationship with um, your wife, Robin Duke. Yes. Um, and then another she, who's another Second City alumni, and so she then has a an affair with the oh god, with the construction worker who redecorates the house. Yeah. Anyway, you get reconnected with your old love, decide to go to Alaska, but need to get money, so you take yourself hostage. Yeah. <laughs> Very made for TV movie, but amazing at the same time. Which I actually found the DVD copy of it, which I didn't think ever existed because I couldn't find clips of this. I do have a clip from it. Um, John played a Russian so, thug, right? Uh, yes, my dad played a Russian thug. He directed and also starred in it. So the scene that you're going to see, um, my dad is in a beard, in leather jacket, <laughs> and. Just, this is towards the end of the movie where things go around. Would you fellas be SWAT members? No. Am I in a little bit of trouble then? No, I'd say you're in a very big bit of trouble. Stand back, we're gonna blow us all the kingdom come!
some three stooges stick. Oh, like, always. That's heads, what he grew up doing, and that's that was definitely in his direction. What was, it, what was it like being directed by my dad? Oh, it's so much fun. I mean, he, not he was like just, that photo. Oh God, it just was uh, so much energy and so you know, like he just like guided me through every uh, every second of it. Yeah, and not only that. He was like my personal concierge. Was he? Really? Like, oh yeah, of an evening, I'd say, "Hey John, there's a concert at that Monsieur went. Allow me." <laughs> he was truly Johnny Toronto. He could make anything, <laughs> happen. anything happen at the flick of a wrist. Yeah, yeah. no, he definitely did. He was he was generous, but I know he loved. Oh, so he generous! Loved directing and He'd he have loved... fucking hot dog carts come in and. Yeah. And uh, taco trucks, oh, and, you yeah. know, on his, you know, on his own, on his own dime most yeah, of the time yeah. because you know the budgets. Sorry about that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We, we lived on a farm. We we cattled everything. No, we really didn't do anything. <laughs> but <laughs> we we I I loved it. I remember. Um, I just remember being there, and that was such a, a memorable time for me. Yeah. Which I was. Me too. Yeah, which is good. Which yeah. I love. So you did film. You've also done a lot of Broadway. Yeah. So you kind of went back. You don't to have singing clips, do you? No, I have a dancing. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I might have a clip for that too. Seven song and dance numbers. Yeah. So this was from. Does anyone recognize what this photo is? From Hairspray Musical, which was one of my favorite movies, and turned into. And you played Edna. And. Yeah. Oh, what, 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 and your dad used to do Divine all I the time. I was just going to say, my dad was Divine. Yeah. You did Edna. Which, how was how, those heels? Did they you? were the best goddamn shoes I've ever had in my really? life. Really? <laughs> yes. Everyone said, like, you did all those numbers in high heels. Seriously, I had a little Italian guy. I had, like, three fittings. I mean, have you ever had three fittings for <laughs> some guy making no, shoes for you. I want fittings. Swear my yeah. flats. And then, and I, you know, I did it subsequently in Canada, of all places, and uh, I said, hey, look, we don't have to do fittings or anything because all my gears in some warehouse in Jersey, I'm sure. This is after it closed on Broadway. And uh, they go, yeah, we got, uh, yeah, your your gear is, is working. What? Uh, it's on some guy in Liverpool. <laughs> I'm out of work, but my gear is working. Shoes made for me. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to see the clip of him dancing? Oh, no. It's short. It's 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 short and sweet. Good. <laughs> hey, crazy. Hey, baby, look at me. I'm the cutest chickie that you ever did see. Hey, crazy. Hey, baby, look at us. Clarence, Darren, Tebas, half is fabulous. Cut it off just before the top note. Oh, I think that's all. Do you want to reenact it? No. <laughs> so you, um, so you did Broadway. You've done. You were in art also that yeah, play, yeah. Uh, which was one of my another one of my favorite. Uh, there's a theme. You've done a lot of projects. Oh, you that know were what I had? Favorite. You know what I had? Two photos. Oh no. On my dressing table, uh, when I was doing hairspray on Broadway, doing Edna. Uh, Dom Deloise and your dad. Oh, really? I, I, I just, you I would to, just look at them, you, you know, when I'm sitting there and all that goddamn clown paint, you know, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I just thought, 
how much fun John would have had in that role. Yes. And also Don Dello. Yes. Just, he would have tore it up. Yeah, because he did what yeah. the, the second uh, SCTV Divine Peter Pan yeah. as, Divine as Peter Pan. Yeah. He liked to dress up in women's clothing, yeah. which was who's <laughs> Harry Crow. We did that in. Um, but just recently, so there are two projects that you had. So you were television. You went back to television this year in the show Clipped. Yeah. Which unfortunately now got canceled. Clipped, which was I enjoyed it though, so I'm sorry. It was so raunchy, I couldn't believe it. I. I it was it was a little on the raunchy side. Woo! Yeah, it was Here, TBS. Can it, may I? Will you indulge me a quote? Please. There was there was a lot of shit and bitch and asshole and you know yeah. goddamn you know that's not what I'm talking. about. This is I was I played a gay man and uh, uh, I was uh, in love with a, a guy built like me uh, and uh, my age and uh, so. He said, I think Tommy and uh, Buzzy are having uh, trouble in the bedroom. Uh, well, when, you know, both guys are wearing sleep apnea masks, it's uh, kind of uh, hard to, uh, you know, with, for the face-to-face lovemaking. And, and, uh, and uh, this other character goes, no, I don't think face-to-face uh, really suits their lifestyle. And then he begins to muse, unless... There was some sort of a wedged pillow situation. What are you talking about? No, I'm just saying it would open a fella up like a flower. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, it got on TV. It well, it also, got, me vaping got on TV. Did it really? Yeah. I don't think I remember that. If that oh, that was yeah. vape. Well, it got clipped, and you weren't able to go back to Chicago to do a play. To do a play with Tim Kazarinski, yeah. funny man. Another second city guy. Yeah. We stick together. How, you've known Tim since the beginning. Got, he yeah, was in your. Forty years. He's amazing. He's an, another very talented second city alumni. Yeah. Now, how was how was doing that? Being back in Chicago. And, so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, just great. I played a shithead though, so. It was, what was the what's the prim- I wasn't able to see it. So what was oh, the it was about a guy who uh, uh, me. It was sort of a very Burt Lahr character. Okay. And he was very very crabby and not a pleasant guy at all. And so that sucked because I was just handing all the laughs to everybody on stage. And it's not my, uh, you know, it's not my long suit. <laughs> but how long did that go for? Oh, uh, just uh, six weeks. Just six weeks. Yeah, they have a season. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Because they and are you going to do that? Or will you bring it to LA, or is it just something you'll? Uh, you they're there talking about moving it a, a few places. And would you go with them, or yeah. just with a different? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to. Anchorage, <laughs> but uh, I come to LA and of course New York and uh, select other markets. And select other markets. Now, the last thing I wanted to bring up because the last time I saw you was at the 50th anniversary, and I can't believe it's been this long—2010. Right. When and I saw you, and you had just come out with your book. Yeah. Drinking with George. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you. And we've got a stack of them around here. Yeah. <laughs> just like the Second City books, <laughs> they're in a really? warehouse somewhere. Oh, Jesus. Was there anything? Yeah. I en- I enjoyed the book. I don't the know if any of book. you. It's fun. It's like had um, fun little stories and my life and beer. Your life and beer. <laughs> and I ask people what their favorite candy is. I should ask you what your favorite beer is. Oi. Oi. Do you have one? Whoever pays me the most. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 
you, yeah. It's come to that. It's, it's come to that. Whatever. <laughs> I think beer might have jumped a shark. <laughs> Along with food. I think food might have jumped a shark. <laughs> I love it. Well, George. Yeah. We're out of time. Oh, my God. I know. It flies I am a blood. long-winded son of a bitch. <laughs> but you're a long-winded son of a bitch with great stories that I love good, good, having good. here. And it was just so great prepping for this show because, like I said before, there were so many projects that you have worked on that were just iconic and part of my childhood and growing up and adulthood and everything and just kind of reconnecting. And Thanks. I, I loved it. Was really it. Fun. So thank you so much for coming. Right. And I want to say thank you guys so much for coming. Thanks for coming. And you <laughs> <laughs>